Mick, thanks for joining me. Steel Conduit Tube is an incredibly important product in the industry. Um, you could say it's the backbone of some buildings aside from your steel and channel. What should people look for when they're sourcing Conduit Tube? What are the really important things they need to know about? Okay, well, the first thing we, we need to assess is that the Conduit Tube meets the, the British standard. Um, now, on, on Metro Tube, um, the British standard for reference is uh, BSEN 61386 1 plus A1 2019. I won't repeat that again. Okay. Um, but but basically, the the product needs to be stamped to that. If it's not stamped to that, stay away. But as as far as Metpro's product goes, um, that standard um, brings in uh, a, a, a numerous tests in regards to strength, uh, corrosion resistance, fire resistance, all those kind of uh, things within within that standard. And and the Metpro product is tested towards that. So. Uh, for instance, on this particular product here, you can see that um, we stamp our product with our brand name, and that is part of the the, uh, the standard requirement that there is an identifiable uh, brand on it. We also put the full um, uh, British standard number, um, and then you'll see th four digits beyond that. And uh, like I mentioned, there's 13 different categories within the, the, the standard. These four numbers here denote the first four and the level of achievement that our product um, uh, achieved within those first four categories. Right. So one of them is compression uh, and so on. So, um, and these four numbers are 5557. Five, Forgive the intrusion and just to cut in here for clarity, the four numbers relate to compression, impact, lowest temperature and highest temperature. Back to the show. And that is the highest level in each of those four categories that, that you can achieve within the standard. So we're pretty confident in our own product. Okay. But then if you follow that on, um, you've got a, a clear indication of what the product is. So this, in this instance, this is class four, which is um, uh, the highest corrosion resistance, hot right. dip galvanized, people would call it. Um, and that's marked on there. And then we've got a, a tracing number as well. Okay. So for every batch we produce, we can uh, take it right back to uh, core production. Uh, and that's very important from a, a traceability point of view as well. Uh, and, and then we put on the, the end there the size of the tube, but most people who handle this kind of product would know yeah. straight away what, what that is. But So that, those the, the, that's the real key feature uh, for us, that, um, that the product meets the standard, and the, the product should show it to prove it. Okay. Well, you, there's a couple of things that you've said there that, that I wanted to pick up on. So the first thing is you said if, if, if a tube that's been sourced hasn't got this marking, or effectively exactly the same information with a, probably a different brand. You said stay away, why? Because you've got no traceability, you've got no clear indication of um, what it is produced to then. Um, because for it to, as part of the standard, the product needs to be stamped right. showing the standard. That right. is a clear category um, uh, within the standard. And so those components of the marking have to be on there to, to they do. conform. So, so even for these four digits here that I talked about, the 5557, that's an inclusion that came in in the last uh, 18 months, two years, um, on uh, an, an appendix has been added to the standard. Uh, and what that really does, it just, it just gives a clear indication of, uh, okay, the, the product's passed the tests, but to what level? Mm -hmm. And these four digits will, will can, can tell you what um, category level you, you passed at. So that's the inclusion of that again, is part of the standard now. So you should be looking for that okay. on, on your lengths of channel. And that's what... Uh, Conduit, sorry. <laughs> and th those four numbers then are, you said they're a part of a, 
uh, an, up, an update to the standard, I think. So that's yeah. the plus A1 2019. That's the that's the yeah. Right. Okay. And I've no, I mean we've got here um, we've got a length of hot dip galve and and a length of a pre galve. Now on the pre galve one, obviously you've got a different skew code uh, to denote what it is, but it's in uh, black ink versus the hot dip galve, which is blue ink. Is that a necessity or is that just us? Uh, there's no necessity to it, but obviously um, it, it, they're both silver. Um, and uh, just from a, a visibility point of view, we've gone for two different colours so that you can clearly identify what is a class four hot dip galve product and what is a, a pre-galvanised product. It makes okay. it much easier for the customer. Brilliant. Okay, so moving on from the, the markings then, and I, I wanted to ask about this because there's been, um, in, certainly in my time here, there's been a few instances of uh, when uh, end users of, of bent tube and you hear of um, tube lengths splitting or, or cracking. How can that be avoided? Do we have anything in place to prevent that? We, we certainly insist on a, a minimum wall thickness. Um, so you start with um, 20 and 25 mil. Um, our product's minimum wall thickness, 1.37. Right. Um, in reality, uh, our product is averaging anywhere between 1.4 and 1.45 uh, on every batch that comes in and they're tested. Okay. Um, so that guarantees um, a certain amount of strength. Within the standard, uh, there are all the different categories with including in that is impact, compression, all these strength tests that really product would fail mm. if the wall thickness is, is too light on it. So, um, and the other thing as well is you, you, when you're putting a, a thread on the product, if the wall thickness is too thin, your thread will cut through and you'll start to see visible uh, indications of the thread in, in inside the tube wow. or even cutting through the tube um, and exposing uh, you know, the inside. Um, so wow. that, those are the kind of things that could happen on a product that is uh, is too thin. Okay. But uh, 1.37 on, on a 20 and 25 mil, uh, obviously with the larger sizes, 32 mil upwards, the, um, the wall thickness increases uh, with each one. Brilliant, okay. And then is there anything else that people need to consider? Because I mean, like I've already mentioned, we've got a, a pre-galve length here, we've got a hot dip galve length here. Why are they? Why have we got two different finishes? Well, well, generally speaking, hot dip galvanized w it would be recommended for external um, use or areas where you've got humidity or or, or the potential of um, corrosion. Um, the pre-galve product is perfectly fine. In fact, it's great for internal use and um, uh, and, and all those areas where you're not likely to get uh, uh, sort of the impact of moisture or water. Right. Uh, that, that's the main differences between the two. Okay. And uh, there is a third option as well, which we haven't got here. Um, but is there anything people need to be aware of if they source black conduit tube? Are there any particulars they need to be aware of? The, the thing with black conduit now is um, that uh, it is mainly bought for aesthetic reasons. So um, uh, in regards to um, corrosion resistance, it's not the strongest. Mm -hmm. um, and so really, you need to take that into account straight away. But, but secondly, when you're starting to, to form and bend black, um, the, the finish on that sometimes can uh, sort of crack or, or, or cause issues if you're putting uh, extreme bends. And, and we would generally say, suggest with black that when you're putting a bend or forming, you would use a, uh, a, an accessory to do that, a, a radius bend or an elbow or T, right. what, whatever that may be. Mick, I think we've covered quite a bit there. Um, so the, the key things are you, you want to make sure you've got the right finish for the application that you're installing into yeah. uh, between hot dip, galve, uh, pre-galve, and I assume that black enamel is more for aesthetics. Yeah. Um, and check your wall thickness uh, so you can avoid any any breakage or, or tearing in the uh, in the actual lengths of, of tube themselves when bending. 
and the key th- the key one is the the markings make Absolutely. sure your product is up to standard if it's not who knows what the problems could be correct brilliant mick thanks for the time no problem <laughs>